My name is Drew Waldron, and thank you for tuning into episode three of Niche Talks. When I first started this podcast series earlier this year, I really had no idea what it was going to become. You know, I think I just wanted a platform where I could interview whoever I wanted and talk about whatever I wanted and throw it on the internet and whoever wanted to listen could listen. And it seems like every episode I do, the core content gets a little stranger. Episode one was all about a TikToker I admired uh, named Edo, who was posting a form of video editing, which has now gone on to be known as CoreCore on TikTok. Episode two was with an ASMR researcher that I admired, whose content I loved. And following the theme of each episode getting a little stranger, I wanted this episode to be about something called the Family Guy TikTok Pipeline. Now, immediately, if you are not on TikTok, that sentence seems super strange, and I totally get it. But like with all my other episodes, I would advise you to just hold on and keep an open mind as we go forward. As someone who was born in 1999, I really grew up in a way where I was able to see social media in the way that we know it now grow and develop and change in ways that have had drastic effects on people in my age group, people older than me, anyone who uses social media. And I think that with the advent of TikTok and more specifically the advent of the infinite scroll, it has done unbelievable damage to the average attention span of its users. And I think that anyone who uses these apps a little too much would be prone to agree with me. Now, this is where today's topic comes in, the Family Guy TikTok pipeline. What is that? In short, for someone who genuinely has no idea, I think the simplest way to describe it is that TikTok is the wild west of content moderation. There is nothing stopping you from ripping sounds, songs, and videos that do not belong to you and incorporating it into your work in any way that you see fit and then gaining views and potentially monetization off of it. So what is the TikTok Family Guy pipeline? So this is a phenomenon that has been used to describe a form of content where someone would rip a video of a popular cartoon, in this case, the TV show Family Guy, put it on the top of the video, and then under it have some shitty mobile game gameplay or some other mesmerizing content that would overstimulate the viewer. So they're effectively watching two things at once. And for reasons that are beyond my understanding, this is a gold mine in terms of getting people's attention and keeping it. For whatever reason, it just works. And people have reported that after months and months of this being the case, their content pages, because the algorithm deems it what they want, their pages are full of stuff like this. Multiple TV shows with crappy mobile game content because they know that they will stay for the entirety of the video, thus solidifying and capturing their view count. Now, as someone who spent a decent chunk of time growing up consuming social media content, it worries me that this is the single most profitable and effective way to capture people's attention online in the year 2023. It's bizarre. Where's the emotion? Where's the passion? Where's the originality? Where's anything good? 
Now, I could sit here and speculate on what this means for social media content going forward in the next couple of years, but it, honestly, it would all be speculation. So I thought that in order to make an episode about this, the next best thing I could do would be to interview people I found on TikTok making viral content that made fun of this phenomenon. So the next portion of this episode is going to be spliced up interviews I had with two content creators, Logan Brown and Bobby J. Nicholas. Now, if you want their socials, both of their Instagrams are respectively Logan underscore Brown one and Hey Hey Bobby J, all one word. Here's what they had to say about the Family Guy TikTok pipeline. I hope you enjoy. Logan, I think that the best way to start this is for you to tell us who you are and what you do. Okay. Hi, my name is Logan Brown. My internet name is Bojack Brown. Um, and I make short form content on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, um, just as a fun side project. It's not my main job, um, but I, I enjoy it a lot. And uh, yeah. Hell yeah. So you know that this uh, episode is going to be about the TikTok Family Guy pipeline. What is your relationship to that? Uh, I reached out to you because you made some content mocking it. Uh, the same way I reached out to every other person that I'm interviewing in this segment. So what did you do and how did you come to uh, the idea of it? So, I mean, I, I love TikTok, um, but it's <sighs> something that has started recently is that people are taking um, clips of already made content such as TV shows from the, from the past and just posting little bits of that on on TikTok with with a random video game underneath or or just some kind of moderately attention grabbing video underneath and I don't like them because I want original content on my TikTok but TikTok decides what I get to see and whenever I scroll to a family guy clip I zone in and before I know it I've watched like 3 in a row and I don't care and I I am enjoying it uh, but I don't want to. And so now TikTok thinks and is correct in assuming that I want to watch a bunch of Family Guy clips and I, I'm trying to escape. It's so difficult, though, because <laughs> I don't even notice that I'm I'm paying as much attention as I am and it's too late. It's already marked it as viewed content. And just, just like uh, I would imagine millions and millions of other people, you are sucked into what has now become known as the TikTok Family Guy pipeline. Uh, for viewers or listeners, I guess, who may not have seen your uh, mockery content of the TikTok Family Guy pipeline, what was the video that you posted that got my attention? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the idea was that I would, I just wanted to start subverting the TikTok Family Guy pipeline to try and see if I could just destroy it from the inside. So uh, the clip starts off with a normal one of the Family Guy videos. And then using my green screen, I came out from behind the clip and then came in and, and I, I gave an honest description of the problem and stated it as a problem and and i wanted to make people feel bad about letting the problem happen uh which had a mixed response some people um it, like a lot of people at least related to the content uh a lot of people told me to move out of the way so they could watch family guy <laughs> um a lot of people said that they were stuck and they wanted help and they they wanted uh help to get out like like uh like the matrix um yeah <laughs> It, the help getting out is really the uh, what drives this whole thing home because like you had mentioned earlier, you in your mind, you think that you want original content. You think you want to see something new and creative and clever and yet the algorithm, which unfortunately uh, knows most of us better than we know ourselves, it is determining that this is what you want. This iPad baby-esque uh, overstimulation. 
what do you think? And this is a, a big, deep question. Mm. But what do you think is the future of sites like TikTok and other content creation uh, norms as we move into an era where content overstimulation is what drives up views and then therefore profit? No, yeah, exactly, exactly. It seems it's like scary to already, think about, right? Yeah. It seems like you're already headed in the right direction. Yeah, no, <laughs> I love big, deep questions. Um, so the profit motive for all of these social media companies is in advertising, and advertising needs our attention. So the profit motive is to keep our attention for as long as possible. Um, whenever Infinite Scroll came out, that was a huge step forward in in uh, getting us stuck to our phones because there was never a stimulus that told us, "Hey, you're at the end of the page. Do you either want to stop reading or do you want to?" um click a button to continue now we just keep scrolling there's no, mm -hmm. nothing nothing stopping us um and then the next step seemed to be uh vine which started with short form content um and then died and now tiktok is the absolute king of keeping our attention it's it's as much content as much varied content as possible fed to us all the time on one of the the, the most successful algorithms i've ever seen um that finds out what we will pay attention to and then gives it to us over and over and over again. Um, and I think the reason that Family Guy clips and Young Sheldon clips and Bluey clips are all blowing Blue up. The Bluey platform, is the other one that I've heard of a lot. It seems yeah. like, a, you know, not to uh, assign stereotypes to genders, but it, feel, it feels like most men I know are stuck in the Family Guy pipeline and most women I know are stuck in the Bluey pipeline. But it's the exact same idea where it's mm -hmm. uh, the clips and then some like stimulating content, like a really shitty mobile game or, or some other stimulating visual content below. It, it's bizarre, but continue on your point. Yeah, no, the, the last part of the point I would make is is um, family. So short form content uh, means you need to post a lot because it's it's short. It's only out there for a little bit um, and you need to post often. So you can either make your own content and post that to a platform, uh, which is a big ask because of how much you need to produce for these these platforms. Or because TikTok has a very lax uh, copyright system you can just go and look at young Sheldon Bluey and uh, family guy, take those clips and pop about on the platform. And that's what people were doing. I remember like at the beginning when I first started TikTok, that that was already happening, mm -hmm. but now it's evolved to, to um, include one of those. I don't even know. Uh, what, how do you describe those videos? Um, the ones I, on the I'd like just additional stimulation, additional visual yeah. stimulation to keep you there, because uh, it, unfortunately, we've reached a point where just the stimulation of watching uh, a, a cartoon. And again, in this yeah. case, it's Family Guy. When I'm making uh, these uh, short uh, interviews about this subject, like, yes, the main one is Family Guy. But like I've described, it's all forms of cartoon mm -hmm. or television shows. But Family Guy is the main one. But we've unfortunately gotten to a point where just watching one thing is not stimulating enough. The same way that a lot of people now, when they watch TV, they sit down on their couch, they have to look at their phone for additional. I'm scrolling simulation. TikTok while I watch TV. While exactly, but, but in, in that sense, uh, in that same, uh, same same light, just watching the clip on your phone is no longer enough because we have become addicted to stimulation. So we now need to additionally watch someone playing a very shitty mobile game that they are also trying to sell it's you. When I get bored, when I get bored of watching Family Guy, I look down to watch somebody spackling a crack. Yes. And when I get bored of somebody spackling a crack, I can go back to the Family Guy bit. <laughs> and my and it takes such short a time that I probably didn't miss the joke. I'm you know I'm cutting into the the punchline when I already kind of understood the setup. Uh, it, this this truly is social media hell. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're going to escape because I don't want to escape. Mm -hmm. I 
I'll go on like, I will go on social media sabbaticals every once in a while to try and do like a, a dopamine, a dopamine detox is a buzzword, a buzz phrase. Um, but then there's like FOMO. All my friends are on TikTok. When I get back, everybody sent me like 40 TikToks a piece. Um, Cause that's where a lot of socialization comes in too. It's not just us ourselves on our phones. It's social media still. Um, you're missing out. You're missing out on the culture that you're a part of if you're not a part of social media, but it's this, um, not not parasitic, not necessarily codependent, but toxic relationship. For sure. Um, with something that I think is integral to our society. And it's just the way that it's been set up is not healthy. Mm. I could not agree with you more. I think the one last question that I'll leave you with, and it is a big one, as someone whose content uh, thrives on creativity and originality, how do you stay motivated when this cheap crap is what makes the most money and gets the most attention? Yeah. So, I mean, I had one other series of videos that, that blew up that was more original. Um, so, th so I've succeeded in making something original that worked at least once. And then it's kind of a shame that the next one that succeeded was me pasting myself onto the, um, the unoriginal crap. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a little disheartening, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to keep making what I do. And what I'm trying to do is not become popular, although that would be nice. Um, what I'm trying to do is just grow the skills that I always wanted to have. Because I grew up watching content creators like uh, Freddie W., Brendan Lasich, Corridor Digital, and um, uh, different vloggers. and Like Casey Neistat. It, oh, uh, he's amazing. Like, just classic. The, 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 the greatest era of YouTube was like 2009, 2010-ish to like 2013. Mm -hmm. Like that well, was I think, peak. Because yeah. it was it was vlog content had been taking over and then his was, his was elevated. And I want to see mm -hmm. just elevated in general. So I'm trying to make elevated original original content and mostly what i'm doing right now is is practice i'm putting out videos seeing what works i think i'm in a very i am in a very early stage um so if it doesn't you know blow up i, I get it I, you know i'm working on it it's all gravy baby um oh, yeah. yeah and then until and then, you know eventually i think what i'm looking for is just to start being really proud of the stuff that i make hi it's drew editing this episode again I think that Logan was able to put those thoughts into context in a way that is much more articulate than I would have been able to put out. So I want to thank him again for doing this interview. Uh, I gave you his Instagram, but his TikTok is Bojack underscore Brown, if you want to check him out. Now, here's my interview with Bobby J. Nicholas. Bobby, why don't we start this off by you explaining to the audience who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is uh, I'm Bobby. Um, Online, I create kind of uh, whatever comes to my mind as of now, finding my niche. I used to make YouTube videos back in the day. And as my life got busier, um, I grew to TikTok. And just whatever I think's good is good. Um, outside of that, I'm a photographer and I work in the music industry. Man, and I so I've noticed the reason that I even want to start this episode is because I've noticed you and dozens of other creators putting up their own mockeries of the TikTok pipeline, making fun of the people who are prone to the overstimulation to try to coax them out of it. Uh, what was your inspiration for making the videos that you did? And what is the reception that you're seeing from them? Sure. Um, well, I made when, when I first started 
as someone who's been in the pipeline myself for a long time, it's a tough the place first to be. I saw, say it again. It's a tough place to be the pipeline. Right. Um, I came across the first anti-family guy pipeline video. Um, it's one of those weird creepy pasta where like midway through the video, the video will just stop and it'll go into this horrible, deeply terrifying demonic face for a minute. <laughs> Typical internet creepy pasta. And that's when I, I saw the hashtag uh family guy pipeline. Uh family guy pipeline. There's another word. Um incident. The family guy pipeline incident. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God, is it becoming meta? <laughs> is, is the concept of family guy bits of the family guy clips turning like making fun of it turn into its own trend um i'm not too much of a fan of the creepypasta one because it's yeah. um so i came across another one that was a guy oh, i wish i have his name i could i can find it somewhere because he deserves credit <laughs> um who did a thing who like came behind a green screen of a family guy clip and basically yelled at me that like, this is the algorithm. They picked this for you. You think you don't deserve it, but you deserve it. Uh, I have it somewhere in my liked videos. Uh, after this, I can do the clip, but it's so, <laughs> it, it like, kind of like made me see, oh, there's a little subgenre here outside of the weird creepypasta thing. Uh, I'm making fun of it. And last night, I've also seen a few times of people putting, you know, family guy on their TV and then opening something up on their laptop. I did mm -hmm. a video like that last night quickly. I was like, I don't know how to edit. So I just did the, you know, open up a laptop with the random game playing and then have a family guy best of clip on the top screen. <laughs> then shortly after that, I just came up. I just randomly had the idea to do a, uh, like a matrix style. We're getting you out of the, out of the matrix. Um, you're in the Family Guy pipeline. We're working on it, working on getting you out. Uh, please hang tight. You know, like the the blue pill, red pill. Neil, there's a real there's a real world out there. Very clever. I thought it was just a fun little fun thing. I liked it. Uh, and I think one of the last <laughs> questions I want to end on is, do you think that this hyper overstimulation, which is akin to that of an iPad baby, is because of what TikTok is doing to the human brain? Do you think that t this is having any negative ramifications on the attention span of the average user? Because I, I feel myself falling to that a little bit. And I'm wondering if maybe this isn't some algorithm that's pushing the family guy pipeline. Like maybe it's just a natural uh, phenomenon that happens with it. Like uh, similar to the guy that you had just told us about. Uh, it's the algorithm who is deciding that this is what we want. It's not some thing that we feel like we don't deserve. So uh, what do you think are the ramifications long-term? I know that's a big giant question that went five different directions, but I'd love your take. Um, With the whole two clips playing at once, it is awful, but I'm used to it now. <laughs> and I'm upset. Sometimes I'll watch a clip twice because I'm like, I'm caught up, you know, I start the family guy clip. Then it's some game at the bottom, like, oh my god, how are they gonna finish the game? Are they gonna break all the bricks? A brick brick and a brick breaker game. Um, and then I'll be like, Oh, I missed I missed the joke, and then I'll watch the clip again. Sometimes I'll rewind. Um in terms of the people uploading knowing what they're doing, I think they do. Because the masterminds behind it, yeah, it's it's it is a psychological grab. 
It is. And they're not making their own new content. They're just doing Family Guy, Best of Funny Clips, YouTube compilation 2023. <laughs> Above some awful game. At first, I thought it was an ad for the game. I'm like, no, they never put the name of the ad. I don't know. And I think I'm trying to think more on your question but like the what does this mean uh for what what is happening to the human attention span within the age of tiktok because it seems like everyone is uh, on their own out crying that we want originality we want creativity and uh here we are long live seth seth mcfarland long live seth mcfarland <laughs> i mean you put you put it really well i I don't want to watch a Family Guy clips. I wouldn't click on this. If it was YouTube, I wouldn't click on Family Guy Best of Compilation. Of course, you're but... better than that. Right? Yeah, thank you. I like to tell myself. But if it comes up in front of me and it's there, I'm like, well, it's already there. I'm not actively watching it. There's a little part of me is like, okay, I'm allowed to enjoy this. It's Family Guy. Is it great, you know, Family Guy great content? No, not necessarily, but for brainless, you know, I want a little laugh? Sure. Um, and I don't know, that's the thing. I'm being, it's not that I'm, we're in the between of I'm being forced to watch it because I'm mm-hmm. not. But at the same time, like I'm being forced to, it's being forced on me. I have the option to skip and I try. Once in a while, I'm like, today I'm not going to watch any Family Guy clips and I'll keep like, <laughs> Try to tell the algorithm I'm teach, not interested. Teach the algorithm that I don't want this. Right? Like, if it disappeared tomorrow, if all the Family Guy clips went away, if copyright, um, the copyright system worked correctly for once, <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. I, there were there wouldn't be one second I'm like, man, I'm really craving, you know, the nice with a shitty with a shitty mobile game right under it. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's such an interesting thing. It's the whole, you know, the algorithm telling us what I want to watch, um, even though I don't. Well, but I, but I do still. Well, Ugh. I eagerly await to see what a mass overstimulation does to the American population a year or two from now. We'll, we'll see where we are. Now, if you've made it to the end of the episode this far, I want to thank you for listening to what I really wasn't sure would come out of this episode. I just knew that I wanted to document this strange and weird phenomena in some way, shape, or form. Again, that was Bobby J. Nicholas, the uh, second interview there. His Instagram and TikTok are both J, all one word. Please give him and Logan some love and attention. They are fantastic content creators that are promoting originality in an age where this bizarre pipeline is the most attention-grabbing, overstimulating, and most profitable form of social media content creation. I think that someone listening to this might incorrectly assume that I am pessimistic about the future of online content creation, and that is not the case. I think I just wanted to make this episode to document the importance of originality in this weird new age of freebooting that we're entering, especially in TikTok. You listening to this, if you put yourself out there creatively in any way, shape, or form with 100% originality, then I think that you have far more artistic merit than any of these cheap copy-and-paste freebooters, similar to Bobby and Logan, who continue to make original content. Again, 
please show them some support. I am very grateful for their time. My name is Drew Waldron. This has been Niche Talks Episode 3. Have a lovely night.